everyone. It is Dave and Jeff. It is May 23rd, 2022. And I'll tell you right now, Jeff, before you start talking. Yeah. I just had Jeff shut the door behind me. Yeah. Two days ago, I walk in this garage. Yeah. And I'm unloading groceries and I go through the garage and to the kitchen. And then all of a sudden I said, wait, I'm going to stop for a second. I'm firing a dip. All right. Okay. And so I'm firing in a dip, and all of a sudden, man, I turn around, and right, like, I'm not joking, five inches from my calf is the biggest fucking raccoon you've ever seen. Oh, shit. Follow me right into the garage, dude. Oh, shit. And, <laughs> dude, I, I didn't scream like a bitch, man, but, man, did I jump, and I started, you know, clapping my hands and stomping my feet, and it, it ran out. But then it ran across the line where the door shuts. Yeah. And just stared at me like, what the fuck do you want? Yeah, just, now what? Yeah, just stood like almost leaned against oh, the truck. Oh, I don't like any of that. Like just leaned against the grill of the truck with its arms crossed. Like, what the fuck do you want to come over here? And it, dude, it wasn't oh. it wasn't scared. No. And it's funny. <laughs> Jeff's like, you want me to shut the door all the way? I said, dude, a giant. Yeah. I'm not yeah. kidding. When I say this raccoon was big, it was as big as my dog. Oh, fuck, dude. Huge, dude. Like they, a little uh, bear. Like a little bear. <laughs> like a little cub. We had one when we worked at the iHeart building. Yeah. And that thing wanted to fight. Yeah. <laughs> he just wanted to fight. He wanted to fight Ernie. He definitely wanted to fight Herm. So a lot like some people that worked there, he clearly had racial tendencies. Yeah. He really definitely <laughs> wanted to fight those two guys first. <laughs> that one was that one looked like a smoking a cigarette and I think it had a tattoo. Yeah, Ernie drew the picture of it. <laughs> at the first raccoon I've ever seen that knew how to give you the finger. <laughs> and he was comfortable. And oh, my had, God. And he had a little bit of a flat and like a boxer's nose. I yeah. was like, this guy has fought people <laughs> and got up. Oh, I'm with you. Close that door. Fought people and got up. Yeah. He had that Doug DeWitt. Old boxing fans will remember Doug DeWitt's nose. I don't want to see a raccoon in no. here. I was afraid you were going to say like a rattlesnake, oh, something coming that. in here. Dude, you know what's crazy is uh, my our friend Christy. Yeah. Her mom's had four rattlesnakes and not only in her backyard the last week, one inside the had a big ass snake in her house. Oh my God. I'd move. Yeah. I'd just, just leave all my stuff. Just, what, leave. <laughs> just leave your stuff. Kids. It's like that movie, Get Out, but you're like, yeah. all right, I'm out. Yeah. What do you do? Because you think, is that the only snake? If you oh, find one right. in your house, you're thinking, is there another there are a one? A bunch it, of them. Yeah. It was a no, giant fucking I'll never snake. Know. I'm leaving. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye to the cat. Goodbye to everybody. Just <laughs> gone. I don't have a bird, but if I did, bye to the bird. Oh, just got to move. I'd just be out, closing my back. Hey, start over. A lot of other people did it. We'll figure it out. Goddamn Abe Lincoln got shot at the play. I, people have had a worse day than me. I'm not worried about it. All right, goodbye, everybody. There's the key. Just chuck it. <laughs> Holy, holy shit, man. That's uh, fucking nuts. I don't know what's going on in San Diego. We're recording this Monday night at about 740. I hope everybody's okay. Dave, I go the 5 south to the 54 and then yeah. cut down on the 125. That's yeah. always the easiest way for me. As I'm coming down the 5, and probably not a big shock, everything starts happening around National City. Right? Hey, come on. Uh, who are we fooling? Not like I just drove through Rancho Santa Fe. That's true. It's a big difference. But I drive, I'm coming down the five and I get to National City and all of a sudden there's four cops in a row with their lights on. Coming like almost like it was a... Going um, south? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And into, I mean, where are they going, right? National City, IB, San Ysidro. I mean, a real chamber of commerce tour <laughs> they were on. 
And then, so then I get on the 54 <laughs> and I start heading east and there's like six others that really? got a guy pulled over and uh, he was- At National City still, like Highland Avenue? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah, another, another great place to be from. And uh, they weren't billy clubbing him or jacking him up or doing anything. I don't anything. think they have billy clubs anymore. They don't? No. Really know <laughs> no, I think it's, it's the law. That's betting court. Get him on the horn. Yeah. They weren't trying to get him to confess to anything. Come on. You know you had a part to do with it. Bet. Dang. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Man, there are cops everywhere tonight. So I don't know what's going on, but I was glad. Goddamn raccoons. Yeah. Like it's running the gauntlet to sh- get here sh- tonight. Shady as hell, man. It was, it was shady as hell. I got to tell you, yesterday I went to uh, I went to a wedding yesterday. We didn't do a show on Sunday night because I went yeah. to a wedding in, uh, in Fallbrook, as I told you last week. Yeah. And... The kid that was getting married used to play baseball for me, which was nice. was cool to see him get married. And here, here's the funny thing is, right before the wedding starts, his older brother, who's the best man, his wife goes into labor, first kid. Oh, wow. So if you're the parents, what do yeah. you do? what's your move? Oh, that's great. Um, that's great. Look, honestly, as the dad. As, as the dad of the two boys. I want to be at the wedding. I'm going to hope that labor goes longer, but I'm like, hey, let's keep this thing moving, all right? We don't need anybody up there singing Danny Boy. Or, <laughs> uh, it's a Jewish wedding. They aren't singing Danny Boy. All right, well, what are you guys singing at a Jewish Hav- wedding? Having a gila. Ah, that's a great song. Puts everybody in good mood. I it like does. It. Yeah, I don't want I that. I don't know why they don't play at a baseball game. Right. I don't want that scratched. Um, listen, every, <laughs> everything's negotiable, but that's a great song. I don't want that. Um. So your move is you go to the wedding. Yeah. All right. So he did. The dad, the both parents went to the wedding. Didn't go yeah. to the hospital. The the baby was born at UC San Diego and uh, they showed up. And I teased the dad when I saw him. I go, well, we were going to figure out tonight which son you love more. If you weren't here, it's obvious. You're going for the firstborn. Well, I remember, I mean, you, you've been through it. Yeah. When your kids are born, I mean, it'd be different if you're like, well, what do you do if you're the best man? <laughs> right? Like, yeah. Best man, you're like, all right, well, I guess, uh, come on, Dale, get up here. <laughs> um, that's different. But but really, when the kids are born, that's between mom and dad. I mean, it's great for grandparents and everything, but in the moment when everything's going on, that's just kind of between mom and dad. And if, and if your brother's getting married at the same time, yeah. uh, yeah, I mean, I I would tell my parents go go to the wedding. Yeah, there yeah. was a it was that's a crazy day. I mean, you think yeah. about it. We, we're we're sitting there eating and we're going. Wait a second, first kid, first kid, yeah. first grandkid. So no, you I go, got that. But yeah. I'm saying first kid, first kid for, for that yeah. family. That so they gained they gained a gained a grandson and gained a daughter in the same day. Very cool. Yeah, very cool. It was who it was gets, a good time. Who gets screwed? Gift wise, because I guess you don't really have to give anybody an anniversary gift, right? I mean, the the grandson's always going to get a birthday gift. Yeah, oh, the you, wedding gifts are over after this year. You're done. You don't get yeah. anniversary gifts. No, nah, you're not getting anything, right? No, yeah, no, not at all. A lot of people shocked me, and it's embarrassing. I know you go through this too. We do this show. We have a good time, mm-hmm. and people on Twitter kind of let us know what they like and don't like a little bit. And sometimes you guys write through Patreon or SoundCloud or whatever to me, yeah. but. 
when people tell you to your face, they listen to the show. Oh yeah, dude, I you cringe. Like, you cringe I, yeah, every I time, like right? I, yeah, I don't. I mean, I'm very thankful. Holy shit! I mean, there are people that you and I talk about that were saying they listen to the show. Really? Yeah, and then, but I tell you, the number one thing I got yesterday because it seemed like most people there listen to the show is always the number one thing they said to me. Okay, they love Coach. Hey, <laughs> they love Coach. People tell me that <laughs> I heard at least four times yesterday. I sit at my desk with my earpods in. Yeah. And when Jeff comes jumps into coach, I'd laugh like a maniac. We need and some- people think I'm the biggest idiot <laughs> on the planet. I haven't heard him for a few days. Uh, I'm a little I think him and Braden are at odds. They're always at odds. That no, like great. he's he's like pushed him out. Like the show no. starts at ten and then I heard Braden today at eleven twenty seven. He goes, Let's welcome Braden to the show. I'm like, well, where the fuck you been for an hour and a half? He's obviously been there for an hour and a half. He runs the board. I think no. he pushed him out. I think Coach didn't like the fact that Braden's getting airtime. Oh, no. Ego. Oh, my gosh. That's terrible. Hey, Braden, how about you do me a favor over there? See that red button? Yeah, ignore it. Keep that mic off, putts. Not coaching now, dum-dum. The coach's show. Although now he's, everything is. They introduce him as, as like a co-host. John Cantera. Is it John Cantera not the coach anymore? I don't like that. What's going on? He's Why known as the ch- coach. Yeah, I mean, those days out in the hot sun at USIU aren't just a fiction of his imagination. Are they? <laughs> I don't know. Were those games on TV anywhere? Steve Quiz and Ted Mendenhall, were they, were they out there calling those games? I see Steve Quiz crying the blues one more day. I had to call five games. You're the guy who said yeah, yes. You said yes. No one had a gun to your head. Right. Wah. You weren't the guy that just started smacking around in National City Quiz. Hey, are you going to call that volleyball game? Well, I've already got you. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't hit me again. What if guys do that? The guys who break their back every day running physical labor. Of course. You're just talking about what you see. You don't even need to think. Yeah, and who's monitoring the game? Yeah, your biggest problem is hairspray, asshole. Yeah, asshole. <laughs> who's watching doing? that game, Quiz? <laughs> Some uncle, some mother that's back it. in it's, Little Rock. That's it. You it's think a family member. Yeah. You think she's fact-checking you? You start talking launch angle on the USD Hawaii game? Save it. You and I could go out there and call that game. Nobody would ever know. He's always saying, know. we're on ESPN3. Anybody check him? That guy. But he was on uh, he was on Bally Sports San Diego last week. That was great. I saw that. That was great. I, I love Stevie that. Quiz. I told him John Butler would be very proud of you. <laughs> what did he say back to that? He liked it. He has the worst John Butler experience. It's when John, right after John died, I told you. Steve told me that he and his cameraman Jeremy were in the bottom of Qualcomm waiting for the elevator, and John kicked him off and told him as the elevator was closing, I never liked you anyways. He said, yeah, that's the last thing John ever said to me. Have you ever had a person say, I never no. liked you? Like, Steve's got like 10 of those things. Like, Steve's stories of things that have, and I don't know why I laugh at every one of them. They're so great. Seems like so nice. Couldn't be a nicer guy. I think he said he pointed at the same time. He did. And I elevator closed. It seems like, yeah, it's the last thing he ever said to me. I was like, damn. Yeah, he definitely got last word. Yeah, he hated you. Oh, my God, that's too fucking nuts. Yeah, that, that, so everybody be careful out there tonight. 
<laughs> so it's funny as you just said that the last thing i saw before you walked in here was i was watching the mule with clint eastwood and you're yeah. sitting there talking about the cars and everyone yeah. going south i'm like this is just like the movie you literally what? described the movie i just watched i watched uh saw him in that cry macho it was so bad was that the last one he just yeah, did uh, terrible dude he's 92 years old i think yeah 92. We were saying the other day, like, it's kind of a drag, because Clint's last couple of movies, uh, De Niro's last yeah. couple of movies. I didn't see The Irishman, so I, I can't speak for it was that. way but, too long. Way too long. God, some of their movies. Yeah. Like, dude, do you have, I mean, do you remember who you were in Heat? <laughs> like, Heat's, like, the greatest movie. And then you go, and you go, dude, you're so good in that. Escape from Alcatraz. Yeah, De Niro used to have that that thing about him that the, the cool Magic. factor, the, and also he had that like you, you didn't get too close to De Niro. Now, yeah, De Niro's everywhere. You know, it's not hard to find yeah, Robert De Niro. Cared. Come on, the guy that is still like that is maintain maintain that that you've never seen on like a Letterman or a Leno or any of those is Jack Nicholson. Yeah, Jack Nicholson doesn't do any of that shit, dude. He yeah, where's he? How does he get out of, you know, promoting movies? And, and it's one of those things, though. Like, what is it about Jack Nicholson? All you know about Jack, Jack Nicholson is rumors. You don't know shit. But he hasn't done a movie, like nah, an he, impact movie. He's in his him. 80s right now, too. Yeah. You know, he's, he's up there. But it's, it's he, he maintained that his whole career of just kind of staying away. Uh, yeah. Uh, are you going... I'd like to plan a movie night again. Um. I'd like to plan a movie night for the people that went. Okay. And I'd like to do it for Top Gun. When does Top Gun come out? Top Gun actually comes out Friday, but I'm gone for like the next two I weeks. I don't say what I mean. It's going to be tough. By the time you and I are ready to see Top Gun, everyone's going to have seen no, it. I know, but you think people go again? That movie you'd see twice in a month? Fuck, dude. No, for me, no. I wasn't a, this is rare. I wasn't a fan of the first Top Gun. That was corny as hell. You didn't like it? No, I didn't like it. I know everybody loves that movie. I'm one of the few guys who didn't like Top Gun. Uh, I, wasn't one of the, I know people have said they've seen Top Gun a hundred times. I haven't seen it that much, but uh, I like that movie. I tell you what, why I'm excited. Dude, Cruz, uh, I, we say this all the time. My oh, son, he's your guy. He is my guy. And I sent my sons today the trailer, Dave, Yeah. for the new Mission Impossible that came out. Yeah. Oh, like, let's go. It doesn't come out till next summer. But there are very few sequels where you go, the sequel outshines the original. Mission Impossible, absolutely, those movies do. As you get into three, four, and the more recent ones. Okay, do you have to see them in order? Because I'll be honest with you, I only no. saw the first one. Oh. All right, so if I jump in and see a Dude, Mi- Mission Impossible. Dude, you should watch Ghost Protocol. Ghost I, Protocol. I don't even know what the fuck that is. What is that? Is that a number of one of the movies? Yeah, I think it's four. Okay. And that's I can the- jump straight to four. Yeah. Okay. Dude, it's great. So good. I don't need to know any characters. John Voight's still around? Uh, is he in that one? He was in the first one. That's all I know. Yeah, he shows up. Um, Simon Pegg, Ving Rhames, they're all Ving back. Ving Rhames is still in it? Yeah, they're great. Um, that one, Ghost Protocol is the one where he's doing, where he's on the side of the building in Dubai. Yeah. And five was pretty good. And then six, six was pretty good too. I remember when the fourth one came out, you came in saying it was one of the greatest movies you've ever seen. We loved it. Yeah. And we watch that all the time. There's certain movies we'll watch all the time. I I think we're down to three. I know for you, it's uh, shit. Hang on. Don't 
my three movies that I watch all the time. Yeah, hang on. I think I got these. Uh, let me do these in order. It's um, My Best Friend's Wedding. <laughs> Dude, I actually was not a fan of that movie. I'm shocked. Uh, While You Were Sleeping. Never saw that one. Was Sandra Bullock? No, I'm not a Sandra Bullock fan. How I heard she's a almost, bitch. No way. Everyone said she's a bitch. I'll change that. I liked her on the blind side. Yeah. But best she looked. But no, this is Sandra Bullock's uh, uh, bitch with the capital C. I don't believe that. That's what I've heard. And uh, Notting Hill's your movie? I like Notting Hill. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> uh, my sons and I watch three movies. Yeah. Anytime they're on, immediately jump right in. Here we go. The other guys? Yeah. Great movie. Yep. Um, Step Brothers? Yep. Great movie. Anytime. And uh, Ghost Protocol. Okay, that's funny. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. The first two I, I watch all the time. No, the, fir- the first, oh, well, yeah. Like, Mission Impossible 1, Mission Impossible 2, <laughs> they're okay. Yeah. Take a little while to get into. Three was pretty good. And then uh, shit starts ramping up, man. Like, and you, you realize he's doing everything. Yeah. Well, you say that, and I still call bullshit on this. Yeah, he he this says you're bullshit. What insurance company is insuring Tom Cruise? Lloyd's of London? <laughs> dude, Fred Lawyer? Dude, I couldn't give goddamn house insurance because I had two water leaks for my goddamn- You had a fucking raccoon living here. I had a raccoon living here. Who's insuring yeah. Tom Cruise? What Fred is Loya. that insurance? Fred Lawyer. What is it? What would it be? A billion dollars? Mm-hmm. I mean, how much is Tom Cruise worth to the movie industry? Well, yeah, I give a lot. I don't know. But shit, though, so good. <laughs> Mark Nimitz. Mark Nimitz. I was, I was thinking, Mark Nimitz will take that call. I got <laughs> he you. Will take that I got call. you, Tommy. Yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah, don't, don't worry about, about it. it. Keep pumping those movies out. Damn, so good. So uh, yeah, I'm ready for that. But I don't know. We'll plan. We'll plan something. We'll do, I would a do summer that again. movie. That was fun. I would do that again in a heartbeat. All right, that, we'll that, start taking a look. That'd be, that'd be a good time. All right, I got to ask you this question mm-hmm. because is the divorce final this week or is a couple weeks away? It's really wild, Dave. Today I got the paperwork uh, for the settlement. And so... I mean, so you have to just look at it and sign? Well, it goes into... It's kind of like... It's a little bit like an arbitration, right? Like, so my attorney sends over like, okay, these are all the things we're looking for. Yeah. And... Yeah, you look at it and you go, well, it's probably not that many. And then you realize there's about 60 things that are listed. Now, then her side has to come back with, okay, well, you know, we'll sign off on these. We don't want these. Yeah. And then uh, and then we're going to want these. I, I don't know. Like, I, I'm afraid to say anything because everything's been really cool to this point, and I hope it stays that way. But when you're talking about, money and property and everything else you got to get it done right so everything is scheduled for thursday morning and then what happens is so that's the settlement hearing and i think that's kind of like the arbitration hearing right i'm I'm saying arbitration like a player where you go in and and both sides kind of do it and then i think after that i'd actually have to go to court oh shit and um, is that just to make a final thing? Like, there's no yeah, arguing in court. So, you're done by then. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, it could go one of two ways. It could go the judge signs off on the whole settlement. You could sign off on half of it, negotiate the other half, or in some cases, people have to go to trial. Which I don't see any way we do that. I yeah. hope that's not the case. But, but yeah, that's all Thursday. 
Oh, Thursday. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, yeah. so by Thursday, could you officially be done? It would be. It would all. It would be like everything negotiated. You would just have to go to court and sign the paperwork. Okay, gotcha. And then I go on tour with uh, Lisa. Lisa. Is that when you go on tour with Lisa? Lisa? Shakira. Oh my gosh. That... And Sandra Bullock. But yeah, I hope. I just. Hold I don't know. All right. I didn't think it was recording. It was recording. I apologize for saying something's up. Didn't mean to cut you off. You're going on tour with Lisa Lisa. That's that's, okay. that's the next move. Well, do you tell her that in the courtroom? No, what's funny is, I mean, Nick gets done Thursday and then I'm on a plane Monday. Yeah. And uh, it's, yeah, I mean, it's weird, you know, I mean, but I mean, it's been so long in the process, but um, yeah, Monday, dude, I'm so bummed. I fly to Dallas to start. Yeah. And I got four hours in Dallas. So the one thing I, I've said for a couple of weeks is I'm heading right to the grassy knoll because we got yeah. jobbed in 2001. The stupid JFK Museum is closed on a Monday. Why would that place ever be closed? Yeah, They're closed the Monday and Tuesday. So I can't go back up to the sixth floor, but still go out to the grassy yeah. knoll, right? Yeah. And hope those guys How are How long are you in Dallas for? Uh, four hours. Would you have time to go for four hours and then get make it back to your plane? Yeah, because my bag's already checked. Okay. And so I've got TSA pre-check. So, I mean, I'll take a look and see. I don't think it's very, it's not far from the airport, Dave, remember? Because no. he got yeah. off the plane and, and and somebody was like, hey, let's put the top down. So all right. <laughs> it's only November 22nd in Dallas. Yeah. Let's put the top down. Yeah. It's a bomby fucking 39. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, but I have four hours. Yeah. So even if, so my math is, even if it takes me, let's say it takes me half hour to get over there. Yeah. Because I don't have to grab a bag or do anything. I just have my back, my backpack. Let's say I get over there in a half hour. Even if I spend an hour and a half over there. Yeah. And come back. I've got everything TSA. I could just walk through. I mean, I think it still leaves me plenty of time. So, yeah, I mean, it's better than walking around the airport yeah, for four going hours. Going to Fridays. Just going fucking drinking milkshakes. Yeah, going to the Mavs team store. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm doing that. And then uh, we, I get in late Monday night. Tuesday, Hockey Hall of Fame, uh, Blue Jays, White Sox. Nice. And then... The guys from our team, we have uh, nine people going on this one, but four of us. We're going to this club called the El Mocambo, and it's in downtown Toronto. I didn't know anything about it, but it's this legendary club, and I think it's 73 or 74. The Stones went in there and played a show, and like Elvis Costello's played there, all these different bands. But it's kind of like this legendary music club, kind of like the Troubadour, I would think, or the okay. Whiskey A Go Go. And uh, Tuesday night, they do live local music, so they rotate people through. We just, I just want to go and check the place out. So we're gonna do that, and then uh, yeah, it's pretty cool, man. Like long days. Anybody who's ever worked a trade show knows it's long days, but it's a bunch of friends that we haven't seen in three years yeah. and there's dinners and meetings and all day things. So it'll be pretty wild. And then, uh, two weeks from today, I was saying, I, I've never done it. I did a, uh, Airbnb right down by the beach. They got beautiful beaches there. And just for those two days, I think probably Monday, Tuesday, I don't leave till like six o'clock Wednesday. It'd be kind of nice to just 
kind of chill out, hit the reset button for everything going on. So, uh, yeah. And then. Good. Fly back. Weather should be great. Yeah. Weather's, weather will be fine. And so we're going to try to do shows. I just don't know what the schedule is like. So they yeah. may just kind of be drop-in shows, half hour, 45 minutes, something like that. I'll be on the phone. Yeah. But I'll, we'll try to do whatever we can. Um, I just, I, I don't really know as of yet what the schedule is going to be. But yeah. on, the, on the Monday, two weeks from today, like I, I just, I don't think I check out of the hotel until like noon. So depending on what time you're up in the morning, I mean, we could always do one yeah. in the morning. We'll or work do whatever. it out. Yeah, no problem. But we'll, we'll get we'll, some shows in for you. We'll work it. This is the slowest time of the year for me right now. Now that baseball's slowing down for a couple of weeks, then I then it all speeds up again in a couple of weeks. For all me. right. I have a question for everybody because yeah. it's annoying the shit out of me. Flashback to high school. Okay. When you were in high school, because I have two kids that are in ninth grade, the importance of getting your high school yearbook. Oh, it was a big deal. Especially when I lived in Tennessee, it was a big deal. Yeah. And... Yeah. I'm dealing with three people right now that are kind of like, uh, I'm like, really? Well, I don't think their mom ever really got one. And then, so that has, a did trick. she not do anything after school? Was she in any like run track, anything? No, she didn't. But I mean, she crushed it. Her grades yeah. were amazing. Um, but I'm like, they're a little, Oh, like, you absolutely get one. What do they yeah. cost now? I have no idea what they cost. Dude. It can't uh, be more than a hundred bucks. Um, the, yeah, they're like 75. Okay. Yeah. So, you got to get one. That's what I said to them. Why wouldn't she? You want to see how everybody changed in four years. Well, one, two, it's high school. You got to. And that's what I said. I said, as you get older, you're, you'll look back. Your kids will want to look. You're in the football. You might be in track. You could do the whole thing. So I'm like, just give it. Yeah. So now it's like the challenge of, well, they might be sold out. And I'm like, you guys are so dumb. How do you not order it six months ago? Who knows? Who got it? <laughs> So no one wants it. All the three of them. Nobody wants one. Uh, I'm not sure. Like it just. I, I think they're all like, yeah, for sure. But it just doesn't seem like a priority. When's the last time you looked at one of yours? Well, and I get that. Yeah, but okay. Put it this way. When's the last time you looked at one within the first five years you graduated? I think I looked at it all the time to see what guys were up to. Yeah. But now you know, obviously, it's been over thirty years. Yeah. I'm not looking at it ever. I don't even know where the fuck they are in the house. To be honest with you, but yeah, I was kind of curious. To know, and then you start looking at guess what guys are. This is why I am at least. I look at these. I'm like, I could have fucked that chick. <laughs> you know, I completely blew. It. Look what she wrote. Well, wish I spent more time with you. Yeah. Really. Get, once I got to know you, realized you know, and then I'm like, I should have banged that chick. What was yeah, I thinking? Right. Idiot. Uh, yeah. It's, so it's, it's the book of, of regrets, is what it is. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. But I'm like, did they get him in middle school? Yeah, uh, no, middle school, and I understood, and that might be it, Dave, that might be part of it, because middle school, so much was done from home. Oh, yeah, for you yeah. guys, it was. Yeah, so yeah, much. The, was, imagine that yearbook with COVID. Well, and I was like, yeah, what's that going to be like? Who's that fucking guy with the mask? Yeah, so they didn't do that. <laughs> Bunch of Zoom pictures. Yeah, exactly. I was like, no, and they were, yeah, I mean, I got to think about that. They... So, how did that work? Um, gosh, fall of 21. So, yeah, fall of 19. And then everything shut down in 20. Yep. And then, so, yeah, they missed the whole end. And then, really, they the, um, the whole first part of their eighth grade year, there really wasn't much going on. 
But I was like, dude, you get it. So moving forward, like junior or sophomore, junior, senior year, I'll make sure to get out ahead yeah. of it. And make sure they're done. You got a Helix football team. You got to yeah. get a yearbook. Well, and I also said like part of what you're not taking into the equation is at some point you're going to have kids of your own. Yeah. And not that they've gone through mine. Yeah. But um, uh, what should we call it? Um, but you want them. I just said you want them. Yeah. So. Yeah, we'll we'll try to get it figured out. But I I was wondering if it was just me, like no, it was a, no, it was an important deal. I couldn't wait for them to come out. How would you say? And then it also gives you a great opportunity to talk to the hottest girls when you ask them to sign it. Yes, exactly. And they just sign it. Hi, Dennis. What a play. <laughs> You're like, Who the hell is Dennis? <laughs> but I just said, like, I don't know, man. I I had a blast. Yeah. I made friends that to this day, uh, right? I hear from Griff, yeah, Dave Bay, Dane, Tommy, uh, yeah. Trap. So many of my buddies, uh, the the girls that I went to school with, are still friends to this day, and it's funny. So you still live in the same city. That's what's that's yeah. what's kind of great about it that you know a lot of these guys that you're still friends with, and it's not strange for me. Like if I went back and got my yearbook from, I went to ninth grade in Tennessee, a seventh eighth ninth grade. I had those yearbooks. Yeah. I was the girls there were much better looking than the girls I went to high school with in LA. But I would look up those girls now. If I pulled out my yearbook, first thing I'm doing, I'm going to Facebook or Instagram, see if I could find them, see how they aged. Yeah. See who held it together or not, you know? Yeah. But high school for us was so much fun. And then the one year, I guess for me too, the funny thing is my junior year as an elective, I signed up for yearbook. Really? As a photographer? Yeah. Okay. And they put like 40 pictures I took in there, and cool. probably 31 of them are just of my buddies. <laughs> you didn't go to any track meets? No? Uh, I get, actually, it's very funny, Dave. I had a picture that I took at a San Diego wrestling meet that won me a second place ribbon at the Del Mar no Fair way. because it was a guy, a uh, guy from San Diego. And he was just about with the pin, and the refs looking in like the hands up. I, I could have got more lucky. I'm not Lenny or yeah. Sean Happy, but uh, it's like it's just right before the end. I should have got blue. I don't know yeah. what happened. The fair hosed me as always. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's kind of fun. When I go through that one, that particular one, which again probably has been 15 years. But I go through, I go, yeah, I took that, I took that, uh, that one. And there's, honestly, what's really fun out of it is I took a picture of my buddy Cheech. Yeah. And now when people look back and they're like, hey, we miss him or whatever, they show this picture and I'm like, I fucking That's took cool. that. That's like, cool. Yeah, like I go, dude, I took that picture. And people, like finally now people have caught on. Yeah. And they'll be like, hey, I think Jeff took that picture. But yeah, for years, people are like, oh, uh, you know, hey, this is great, and I miss him. And I'd be like, hey, I took that picture. And they're like, hey, shut the fuck up, okay? <laughs> this is about him. We're not, we're not talking about you. Stop making everything about you, you fucking, you know, can't this be about Cheech? You know, fucking jump into everything? And I was like, no, I'm telling you, I took that picture. Like, yeah, okay. I'm sure you did. Um, so yeah, that was really fun, but... 
I don't know. I just couldn't figure out I, why. I'm surprised that your boys didn't ask for it. For the fact you always take pictures. Yeah. Like you always trying to create memories. Yeah, that's, that's a picture. great picture. Yeah. It, he's got his letterman jacket on, just fucking mouth open like a dipshit. But uh <laughs> Yeah, but they people post that picture all the time. I'm like, I fucking took that. So yeah, I would tell them to get involved too. What were your boys thinking? Like, it seems strange that you being their dad, because you're a picture guy, yeah. that they wouldn't want the yearbook. Uh, dude. Is it one of those things you don't want to start a fight either in the house? Oh, I don't so give you just a let shit. it go? Yeah, I don't give a shit. Okay. I, <laughs> You'll say something back like, what are I you guys just, doing? How do you miss out this opportunity? Dave, there are so many times, right, where you go, and this is for every parent. Yeah. Just don't even tell anybody how great your kids are, because we could easily, you could bring your kid in here, and Dave and I could cherry pick. Ten things wrong with that kid in a second. In a second. Other than other than the only guy who's the exception to that rule is Dean Hunt. Oh, yeah. That kid's good at everything. He's Bruce Jenner right now. He's the kid in the 76 Olympics. Well, I'm not sure Dean was destined for greatness, but then Gavin, you, me, Pete, Jimmy Bettencourt, Laura Kane, Eric, my own Jack and Kate got a hold of him at the movie, Bob's Influence, and the kid's just been an absolute superstar. Since? Since movie night. <laughs> Since February. Yeah. Look what we did. So Dean's the only exception to this rule. But I think every one of us, as a parent, you go through and you go, you know what? This is a great kid. God dang. This is really good. And then they take their socks off and you look and you go, what the hell happened to your toenails? Do you have a nail clipper in the house? Are you a goddamn animal? What in the hell? You were in Fallbrook yesterday. Yeah. And we're in Temecula. How come? Goofing around. Okay. Years ago, we went up to a park up there. There's a park right by, I think you've said you guys did games there. Right by uh, Pachanga. Okay. And we were up and did they had everything. And they just wanted to do something, kind of change it up, get out of San Diego. So we go up there. Hanging out, throwing the football, right? Everything's cool. Perfect day. And all of a sudden, I look, and my son, Jack, I'm like, what in the hell is this? <laughs> what, he's running around barefoot? Yeah. And you just go, Take what? it easy, Teen Wolf. Yeah. It's like ripping the sheets when he's sleeping every time I, he turns. I'm, I was just like, what in the hell happened here? And I'm telling you, as a dad... You figure it out. The one thing you put in your car that you should always have in your car as a dad is a goddamn nail clipper. <laughs> I don't. I told him go over there and get this taken care of. I can't. I can't look at that. Do you oh. know how to do it? Yeah, he was okay. fine. Came back. He didn't come back screaming that his toenails are now too short. No, but I'm like, no. Half the time, you're just like, Ugh. that's how kids get ingrown toenails by not taking care of their feet. How, how long does that take? A minute? Literally. You only have to do it once a month. Yeah. I, I don't even know. Yeah, what's the time frame? <laughs> I just like, What's going on in that house of yours? Hey, I'm not there every day. But God damn. So that's it. That's why you never Was the other brother it. okay? Well, in that particular area. You got a thousand <laughs> other things wrong with him. But you're just like, my God. What happened to you? Oh, my God. a goddamn animal. He shuffles over, gets it done, comes back. Zero fucks given. He always has zero fucks given. He is. My friend Joe, who I I love her to death. How about this, by the way? Yeah. A little shout out to my pal Joe Carlo. 
You're, you're watching the NBA, right? I'm watching. To be honest with you, I'm watching very little of both. I'm watching a lot of baseball. Right now, we're watching the Pods Brewers. I just got done watching the Dodgers Nationals. Okay. Well, uh, my friend Joe, I was telling this story to Katie Temple. Went to lunch with Katie the other day. It yeah. was great. And I was saying, this is what's kind of cool. Like, I love success stories. So, Joe owns a small business in Toronto, impacted during COVID. Well, you have rent to pay. You have a mortgage to pay. She's a homeowner. So, she got certified as a yoga instructor. Yeah. And she's been doing it and picked up different athletes. And uh, I'm just going to, I won't go too far down, but... um. Picked up a member of the Golden State yeah, Warriors. you said that on the show. Yeah. Did I mention who yeah, it you was? Did. No, you didn't mention who it was, but you said... Okay, so yeah, she's, she's been... working tra- the Golden State Warriors. Training members said. of the Warriors. And... Does she come to California? How no, they do it via Zoom. Oh. Everything's done via Zoom. And, uh, like, when you're seeing the Warriors and you're seeing particular players play really, really well, and you look at, like impact that your friends have had on it that's super exciting so she's cheering for the warriors yeah. because she's helping out a couple of the players and uh i really hope it's wiggins just because i know you don't like wiggins it's not wiggins <laughs> i wish it was um <laughs> but uh how about that dunk yeah it was pretty awesome it was pretty but, impressive but she's you know she's excited they win they come back yeah she goes hey is jack super excited it, Jack, I don't know if Jack's ever been super excited about anything in his life. His entire level is... Has he ever used the word super excited? No. None. <laughs> I, I, I will say this. Yes. I will say this in Jack's defense, and Jack may hear this. You know what Jack is super excited about? No. And this makes me very happy. It wasn't so much about the Warriors game, but I know he's happy for Joe because he knows Joe, yeah. and, he, and he loves her. We all love her. She's part of the family. And so, but I said, he, you could be working anywhere and he would love you just for being a champ, but this doesn't move the needle. Jack's excited because he and I are uh, five weeks out from going to Vegas. Okay. We're going to Vegas, uh, July 1st to Friday. Okay. Driving over. We're going to money in the bank at Allegiant stadium on the Saturday. And then we're going to hang out Sunday and drive back Sunday night. Oh boy. What kind of traffic you're going to hit? It's going to take you 10 hours. Ago. Well, the only thing is, David, we're going to drive back on the 3rd because Monday is the 4th. Okay. So I'm thinking we should be okay. Um, But we don't really care. We know where to be. Um, That drive home sucks, man. Oh, yeah. That's like one of those you got to leave at 530 in the morning just to fucking make it in five hours. Yeah, we don't, we don't care. We, we might, we'll probably leave. Actually, what we'll probably do is leave late. There you go. Leave after the crowd. And... uh and Jack put together, I said, hey, put together a playlist. He put together a playlist. I think it's 100, I think he said it's 123 songs. Okay. So I was pretty stoked for that. Good. He goes, hey, we put, I put together a Vegas playlist. So it's all Elvis. It's all Elvis. Wayne Newton. But it's all Elvis Costello. <laughs> um, what are you going to do after Veronica? You're like, I'm out. Uh, what, what's so funny about peace, love, and understanding? And then, uh, and then just hit reset. Um, but that could be great. So, did you ever do anything like that with with just one of them? Yeah, Jake and I used to make trips all the time. 
We'd go to LA all the time. That was where Jake always wanted to go. Yeah. How old was he? Oh, we did it since he was, I guess he was young. He always used yeah. to say, because man, that San Diego's too small for me. Because you'll see me in New York or LA when I get older. Mm-hmm. That was always always lying to me. And then he just loved going to LA, you know? Yeah. And so we uh, we always made our trips to LA. And then he always had me stop off and he'd go to that guy dang Supreme store where, uh, who was the rapper that just got killed back there? Um, Nipsey Hustle? Nipsey Hustle just got killed, like right outside that store. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we'd go by there. He right, right, that, Biggie, right? Right, I don't know. Is that right? He did. I thought so. Where Biggie Smalls uh, right got shot down Peterson. the street. Yeah, the whole deal. And then you know, one time we were there, we we're stuck in traffic, literally just stuck. The car's going the opposite way, and we're going one way. And the car locked windows to window with me. It was Kobe. Oh, wow. And I'm like, dude, Kobe's right here for like 10 minutes. Kobe's right there in his black Range dude, Rover. I'm telling you, and, and you talked about traffic coming home. We, I'm, I mean, it's since they were. God dang, I don't know, four or five. Yeah. I mean, they we start going out as often as we can. And I mean, we just, that's what we do. Yeah. That's what so I So when do. you say we're driving to Temecula, they don't go, oh, fuck, that's far. Yeah, no. They're like, let's Good. go. Good. We're in. And uh, yeah, I mean, there's lunch places that they like and, and different things and just changing it up. Because the cool thing is that at that park, I mean, Temecula's got a little dough behind it. They've got a football field at that park that's got the next turf. Yeah. Which, I mean, you played at Helix. They played on it. But before that, it gave them the feeling of playing on like an NFL field. Yeah. So, yeah, we would go up and do that. But I would just say to anybody, man, if you're if you're not getting out, and I love Bob Hunt sends us the pictures as the group. Man, if you are not getting out and finding things to do with your kids, to me, Dave, when you talk about traffic on the way home, Screw it. We'll, we'll, I mean, I can't, not like he and I can go to, you know, Whiskey Pete's. Yeah. And play video no, poker all, all six day. Six years, you guys will be going to wineries in Temecula. Yeah. Completely. It's getting <laughs> tanked. But, um, but I know, man, I know that at that point he's in summer break a couple of weeks after football starts and then he's into his sophomore year of high school. Yeah. And, Goes by super fast. Well, and for me, and I wonder about anybody else out there, freshman year, you were just trying to get your feet under you. You were trying to figure out the whole thing. And then somebody hit the the go button for 10th grade. And 10th grade to me was so much fun because I had a job. We were going to movies, girlfriend, the whole thing. And it was an absolute blast. Did you get that? I did. I just saw it right now. I'm not, I cannot look at that right now. Well, dude, I, I blame you for the way people talk to us. Yeah, I know. When texts start with, hey, dummies, Edgar, that's Jeff. Yeah. Um, that's very fun. All right, we'll take care of that afterwards. And But I would just say. <laughs> read the last line. Just read the last line. <laughs> uh, this is great. Uh, from our brand, Brian Scrap Heap. Yeah. Hey, dummies, I'm coming down for the weekend. Plan to take the family to the Padres day game Sunday. That's funny. Jack will be at that game. Baseball under the sun, Jerry Coleman style. What's the best area to try to get seats? Somewhere far away from Mud Grand's voice. <laughs> for anybody going, just go on the game time app, right? Hey, they're playing the guy dang. Aren't they playing the Pirates? Yeah. It's not going to be hard. No, you want to go down the first base side because. I don't know. Here's, dude, go ahead. Finish what you're saying. And well, I'll tell you where if I'm you're at. somebody like him that's coming down, you don't go to a lot of games, you're going to want to go down the first base side. So How you far can down? 
Oh, I'm just saying on the first okay. base side. It doesn't matter. Um, but you want to be able to see the big board. Dude, I'm to the point where just be anywhere between first and third. Every other view sucks. I was and way Petco? down. The, dude, I was way down the first base. Not way down. I was between first base and right field for the Dodger game, the second one I went to. Yeah. Dude, the, the angle's not great. And then I did the same thing for the Cubs-Padre thing on the third base side. I was like, just be between first and third. We're fucking adults here. Well, that, see the goddamn game. Yeah, I mean, if you're only going to one, right? Yeah, do the it. guy lives in Portland or whatever. Check your ass to somewhere good. Yeah, do it, do it right. Um, he has a government job, doesn't he? Heap? Yeah, didn't he quit his TV job for like a government job? No. What did he do? Hey, you, he did he quit his TV that, job. Uh, NCIS. No. It's not him. That was Mark Harmon. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> what did he do? I forgot. What was his tra- his career transition? I thought he was still on TV. No, he just quit TV. When that happened? I swear to God, he quit. I got to go to Facebook. Brian Heap used to work with us at Channel 8. When we, Jeff, He was at yeah. Channel 8. Jeff and I were in 760. He started off at KFMB. They said, you guys aren't going anywhere. You know I'm going to the TV side. I, I, and I hate to do this again, Dave, yeah. but, but I'm going to give a, a attaboy and a, and a, come on, get it together. Attaboy to Brian Heap for just being a hell of a guy. Yeah. Attaboy to Glenn Geffner, other day driving around, Sirius XM. I fell onto the Marlins game and Geff sounded great. It was awesome. Meant to send him a text, but I forgot. And then today, to get it together, once again... Goes to the voice of the Wolves, Alan Horton. Did you see what happened in the no. NBA today? Oh, that they signed the guy from Denver? Yeah, Tim Conley. Yep. Five-year deal, $40 million. Part ownership. Yeah. If you're a Wolves fan, you're like, that's a pretty exciting day. So I text my guy on the inside. I go, hey, what the hell is going on? Is this Tim Conley thing going through, or are the Wolves going to screw it up? Nothing. Crickets, Dave. And then all of a sudden, A-Rod puts an Instagram picture out. Did you see that? No, I did not. A-Rod puts an Instagram picture out. And he's saying, hey, working all day. And on his computer, he has the press release that they're hiring Tim Conley. But it hadn't been announced oh, yet. Oh, wow. So A-Rod freaks out. They got to take the post down. Everybody's going crazy. They're like, if it doesn't go through, it'll be the Wolves being the Wolves, the, oh, shit. the new owner. But 10 minutes later, it's announced as official. So I send the picture to Horton, and all I get back is, OMG. Like, did we get him? <laughs> That's my guy. All right. According to his Facebook page, he works. still works in TV. KCR. Yeah. A, I think is what I just yeah. changed the page. Yeah, Channel 3. Okay. Which seems fake. Doesn't it seem like <laughs> bullshit? Bullshit. No. There's no new stations to Channel 3. Everybody's chill. Where the fuck's Rockland, California? Never heard of it. Yeah. Uh, all at, I know is when he first got into business, he set that camera up and it'd fall over all he was doing his stand up. Dude, look at A Rod's Instagram. Hang on. Sorry, I got to show you this. So yeah. he writes Nick up to bat at Nick, right? Because he's got some guy in the background. Yeah. There's A Rod, sweet suit, having a cup of coffee. Is that from the Wolves' offices? And then you blow up the press release that says Minnesota Timberwolves. This was like 15 minutes it. before they announced it. Look, who's the guy yeah. that called A Rod to say, take it down? Uh, come on, that that's a calculated move, right? Yes. No A-Rod's not a moron. No one's, <laughs> no one's telling A-Rod to get his shit together. No way, dude. Come on, you're not doing that. He knew what he's doing, right? Yeah, I thought for sure that, uh, sorry, Brian, I thought for sure you quit the TV business as I'm looking at you with the pictures of your 80 million Emmys. Sorry. Do you think, what can we do to get an Emmy down here? 
<laughs> Did Brad have a freaking Emmy? Dude, you know what? He would do it in a heartbeat. You know why? He would love to have to check that through airport security to let everyone know he won an Emmy. I mean, I want. I think we should have one. Oh, have one in the garage? Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll give you an Emmy. That's for fucking sure. How many has he got? He looks like Celine Dion. He has 8 million of them. Looks like the guy on the piano. If, if you found yourself in Sacramento. Is that where he's at? Yeah. Is that where Rockland is? And you turned on the TV. Dun, 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 dun. Right now, it's Rockland's leading 5 o'clock news. Eyewitness News Channel 3 with Brian Heap. If you were found yourself in Rockland and you turned on, right? Firefighters called to Main Street to get a cat out of a tree. Good evening, everybody. It's 5 o'clock. I'm Brian Heap. If you tuned into that station, you saw that knucklehead. Would you be like, oh, I better settle in? <laughs> I'm going to find out what the fuck's going on right now. This, this is it. 67,000 population in Rockland. Dun, 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 dun. It's 1030. Hi, everybody. I'm Brian Heap. Stoplight out at Jackson in third. <laughs> Our Mary Miller's live. Mary, Brian, a whole lot of trauma down here. We've had a couple of... Uh, Horse-covered wagon, or not horse-covered. <laughs> you know, horse-covered wagon. That'd be cool. We'd oh probably lead God. with that. How oh come God. we don't get any goddamn air checks? I don't know. There are, two, <laughs> there are two colleges in Rockland. Sierra College, you're a big fan, okay. and William Jessup University. Right, let's see if this fucking guy right now, does the show have any qualifying? It's the 916 area code. He went from 619 to 916. And look at him talking shit about Mark Grant. Okay, but when I look up Brian Heap, it comes up either Brian Heap. Oh, that's a different guy. Oh, here we go. Listen to this. Brian Heap is new here to KCRA. You'll see him anchoring our weekends with Kathy Park. So first of all, welcome. Thank you. How are you settling in? I'm getting there. We're still in a bit of a housing limbo at yeah. the moment right now. We're uh, trying to kind of get settled in and figure out where we're going to be long term. This but is good. It's great to be here. It's great to be back in California. I'm actually a California native, but I'm from the other half of the state. I'm from way down south in San Diego. So it's my first experience actually living. In These two girls are so bored. Oh, Chargers fans up here. I got to. Well, there's one more. Okay. There's one more. But I tell you what, you <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's a very tough existence, uh, but maybe not as tough as being a Raiders fan. Oh, what oh the, shit, what you motherfucker. Guess who's leaving Petco with a dislocated shoulder? Yeah. I do. I have two daughters. I, in fact, I've been married for 10 years. We just celebrated our This was seven years ago. And so we have two daughters. They are eight and six, and uh, they're already in school here, and they're doing great. Okay, hang on. Oh, here. So happy to have you. Here we are. Let's see. Hang on. I'll listen to this. Hang on, is this it? <laughs> Look at this. What are we Hang doing? On, let's We're, listen to this real quick. Worst thing he did was Texas during the show. Welcome to the Brian Heap Creative Writing Podcast Series. Dr. Brian Heap is... Oh, the he's not They're about to say. What are we doing? Not him. Okay. Uh, all right, let's just see if I got... How's he got so few things? The guy's a goddamn star. Oh, look at this guy. This should have been the guy we had used in our show. My name is Brian Heap, and I'm a project leader in the Templeton program. What's that for Brian had a stroke? Genetics and biosciences for farmers. This and guy's Professor Sir Brian Heap. Yeah. You and I got fucked, buddy. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah, Brian Heap of shit. Look at this guy. How about this guy? 
My name is Brian Heap, and my story is entitled Mafuto. What? I have Jamaican and United Kingdom nationality, and I live in Jamaica. Oh, okay. The story Mafuto is about a Jamaican woman living in England who has to confront a crisis late in her life. She uses the occasion to reflect on her life and her marriage. That's probably better than Coyle. Sorry, Coyle. (laughs) Brian, let's see. see. Uh, Oh, here we go. Hang on. I f- PCRA 3. So it is an honor for me to raise my family here and work at the station that inspired me. PCRA 3 is first on the scene. On KCRA 3 News at 4, I'm committed to accurately covering the This is Lisa Gonzalez. Our community, and I love serving our community through journalism. Evacuation orders after a fire. Our neighbors are <laughs> our viewers, and they trust us to cover the events that are happening right now accurately. And I take that trust very seriously. KCRA 3 News at 4, where the news comes first. Well, the promo says Lisa that being first is not nearly as important as being right. And when the news breaks and public safety is at risk, you got this thing. The facts. Fucking idiot. After a fire, KCRA 3 News at 4 is dedicated to covering breaking news from Since all when? wherever it's happening. Exclusive video of a high-speed chase in downtown. Our viewers trust us to provide truthful, comprehensive coverage every day. I take that trust to heart. KCRA. Oh, you got that, Dave? Okay. Maybe you, so maybe you stop your bullshit. Trust to heart. He does. Don't ever. Why does nobody like us? <laughs> Poor fuck? guy just sends a message, says, "Hey guys, I'm coming to town. Where do I get tickets?" And we just start running promos. I want to watch KCRA every night, Channel Three. Would you watch them at four o'clock? Would no. they be your first choice? No, they would be for me. Brian, you're my first choice. If I lived up there, yes. Down here, no. I'm not watching that shit. You crazy? Brian's reporting on stop signs falling off the screws. No. What's going on in a town of 67,000? Good evening, everybody. It's 430 in Rockland. What's her name over there is Lisa Gonzalez. I'm Brian Heap. Coming up tonight, extended hours at Kenny's Barbershop. (laughs) Our Mary Miller's there live. Hi, Mary. Hi, Brian. Yeah, great news today. Kenny's Barbershop extended. They were open noon to 5. They've extended that out to 11.30 to 5. We'll let you know if that changes. Back to the studio. <laughs> Outstanding, Mary. Stay safe out there. Stay safe. A lot of sharp scissors. Yeah. Be careful. And now uh, here's uh, <laughs> stormy clouds with the weather. <laughs> here's Al Horton with sports. What? Is that happening? <laughs> Scrappy Heath. That's my guy. Oh, my God. All right. Make sure and call and get him tickets. I'm not getting him tickets. Tell him to call Mud. Let's just wrote him back because the Pirates aren't 10. You'll have no problem. You're call fine. where you want. You could probably fucking play third for the Pirates. Oh, my gosh. Right. You could play third. <laughs> I'm going to see. Uh, I'm not going out to Petco this week. Yeah. I don't blame you. What's Why would he waste money? We're going to. But I, I mentioned I'm going to see the Blue Jays and White Sox next week. That'll be good. Hey, real quick. Oh, yeah. The thing is, Blue Jays White Sox could be the ALCS. That's a great, great game to see. Especially some crazy shit going on with uh, with the White Sox, Tim Anderson, well, Josh Donaldson, all that stuff. Dave, Josh Donaldson, right? At some point, you got to go. Enough of this guy. Dude, I, I think everyone in baseball, he's AJ Przinsky is what he is. He's turning the most hated guy in baseball. I almost was going to say John Rocker. 
yeah, he's a, he's a piece of shit. He, um, but he here's the deal. You no, know what's weird is they're both from Alabama. Okay, you know, Tim Anderson's a fantastic story. He's a yeah. kid that that didn't play baseball till like almost when he's done with high school. All of a sudden, he's one of the best hitters in baseball. And I've never heard. Um, I, not that I watch and monitor the White Sox yeah. every day, but have you ever heard anything negative no. about Tim Anderson? No, and I didn't think things were going to work out with Tim Anderson and Tony Larusa. I said it on the right. show when he was hired because he's a, a guy that he's, he's more of a free spirit guy, and so are the White Sox. And yeah. that's what I'm saying. You're bringing an old guy for this team. It's not going to work. But Tim Anderson's a hell of a, a baseball player. He's one of the most underrated guys in all of baseball. Donaldson's a name people know. He won an MVP. You know, he, he fucked up Little League and young, for young players because he yeah. tells everyone, don't listen to your coach at the bottom yeah. part of the ball, which is or just pop flies. People aren't as strong as Josh Donaldson. They don't hit home runs. He gives terrible advice. But look, Josh Donaldson's a punk. He always has right. been. Everywhere he's been, he leaves where people go, and that guy's a cocksucker. Yeah. And here he is with the Yankees, and he, he can say whatever he want about the Jackie Robinson line. He said, how you doing, Jackie? Yeah. And yeah. then when he when he dropped that, it had racial undertones. And for Major League Baseball to say you're suspended for one game, for one what? Game. Did you see what Joe Kelly said today? No. I got suspended eight games for making a face. Yeah. Are you fucking serious? Like, this is insane that this would happen. Now, he is teammates with Tim Anderson, but I, I give credit to Yasmani Grandal, who fucking yeah. jumped him right in the in the batter's box. Yeah. And said, fuck this. This is ridiculous. Dude, but, it, it's it's embarrassing. Manfred needs to bring Donaldson in and have a talk and go, dude, what, 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 what was your message? You can't, don't give us that bullshit. It's funny. Um, and people always try to say to Dave, ah, Dave loved the Trevor Bauer signing. No. No, I didn't. And it was kind of the same thing as a Twins fan when Josh Donaldson went there. Yeah. And especially with the money they gave me. Like, eh, eh, I don't know. And... As this story broke, and I get it, it's easy, right? But the Midwest media, especially in the Twin Cities, is not really that cutting edge. And a lot of people today wrote, yeah, you talk to people within the organization, the idea that they were able to unload uh, Donaldson and the $50 million that he had remaining, which yeah. allowed them to go out and get Carlos Correa, amongst others, Twins were very happy to move Josh Donaldson down the road. Yeah. And so you get Urshela, you get Gary Sanchez, but you get rid of him in 50 million. But yeah, I just, I watched that over the weekend with, um, with Tim Anderson and Josh Donaldson. I didn't, I didn't know. I mean, I, I didn't watch it that close to play at third from a couple of weeks ago, right? With the tag where he kind of pushed him off the whole yeah. deal. I don't know what was said there. But when you watch, yeah, he, he called them Jackie because apparently Tim Anderson had said a couple of years ago in 2019 in an interview in Sports Illustrated that he wanted to be the next Jackie Robinson. Yes. But I thought Liam Hendricks had a great line after Donaldson said, oh, it's just been an inside joke. We've called and laughed about it. So do you have inside jokes with people you like? Yeah, true. But, yeah, man, I don't know. So, yeah, I'm interested uh, to see the White Sox, but I like all those guys. No, you got to talk about, I mean, really star-studded. That You're going to a great game. Yeah. You're going to an, an absolutely and, great uh, game. Uh, my buddy who I'm taking from work has never been to a baseball game. No way. Never? Yeah, had never been to a baseball game. So he wanted to go, so I'm going to take him out. And, uh, yeah, he lived in Orlando. Okay. So didn't have access to a whole lot of Major League Baseball. So, uh yeah, I'm taking him uh, out to the game. So we're gonna have fun. That's that's cool. Now, as far as the next game I go to, it'll probably be uh, it'll probably be a Padre game somewhere. Obviously, I'm just looking at the schedule. 
trying to figure out which one would come up them. So I'm going, I'll be honest. I enjoy the games on, on TV, man. I, I do. Pretty I, good, right? Not only the, the announcers do I enjoy, but I, I, I do. I enjoy the, the games on TV. It just seems you're just closer to what's happening. I it, think the one I'd like to go, I don't think we were, I don't think we've been here since, is the Hall of Fame game. And I think that's in July. I think it's, uh, I think it's right after the 4th, maybe the 7th. Yeah. When Larry Lucchino and Ted go in. Oh, that's a good one. To the Padres Hall of Fame. That's a good one. I would have gone to, if DeGrom and Scherzer were playing, I would have gone to one of those Mets games coming yeah. up in June, June 6th, 7th, 8th. I would have gone to one of those. But uh, Scherzer's out two months, and so is DeGrom. You don't know what the hell's happening with DeGrom. Uh, by the way, I texted Ted. Yeah. Twins come to town, by the way. Yeah, I think I'm out of town, though. When is that? That's, uh, that's July, end of July, 29th, 30th, 31st. I'll be in Atlantic City. Um, that's crazy. I know. Right? Like, that would have been a game to take Jack and K2. Would have been it's fun. It's crazy in Atlantic City. Yeah. Me and... Uh, Tony fuck. Soprano. Yeah, who's still performing in Atlantic fuck City? Fuck if I know. Steve Lawrence? Edie Gourmet? <laughs> Fred Travelina? Who can I see there? Tony Orlando? Think he's doing a midnight show at the Dunes? Would you go see the Guardians? See if Ramiel Reyes come back and Josh Naylor and everyone yeah, else? Quantrill? Sure. Yeah. Um, but one quick thing I wanted to mention, Dave, I texted Ted the other day, congratulated him on the Padres Hall of Fame. Yep. And he said he is very excited, but he said it means a lot to his family. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. Just Ted being Ted. Think he know? has all his kids there with him when he's doing oh, it? Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Be great. Man. Good for him. He's be great. And I, and I love that Larry's going in. Yeah. I just, uh, I think there are a lot of people that understand what Larry meant. And I think there are a lot of people that, that probably don't. That's fine. Um, yeah, but, think about it. It's a long time ago. It's almost 20 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, more than. Crazy, huh? Yeah, more than 20 years since he left. Yeah. Um, so just uh, what a guy, man. I know Larry was on Coach's show today. I... That guy, like, you watch what happened with the Chargers. And if Larry had been part of the Chargers organization yeah, instead of part of the Padres organization, I wonder if we have the NFL here and maybe we don't have MLB. I don't know that they would have let the pods move. Well, you know what's interesting? There's a lot of talk that Major League Baseball was talking about getting smaller at the time. Oh, that's right. Remember, the Padres right. were on that short list of being gone. Yeah, contraction. Yeah, contraction that the Padres are one of the teams on the list to be gone. Oh, my gosh. That's right. Yeah. I'd love to. I, you know, I mean, really, if it wasn't for a, a magical 1998 season, because if you remember 97 and 99, they finished in last place. Yeah. If it wasn't for that 98 season, you wonder would the Padres exist in San Diego? Uh, Larry was. Or this period. I'd, I'd love to ask him. Yeah. If contraction was really. Yeah, we heard it a lot. Yeah. About contraction. Bud Selig was doing that. I, I didn't feel like... I think those guys were so brilliant right out of the gate, right? Yeah. Shortly after that time, they make the huge trade to go get Finley and Caminetti come in that deal. Larry understood marketing at just a completely different level. Like, nothing this town had ever seen, and especially coming in after Tom Warner where they could not figure out anything. They could not get anything right. 
And Larry moved in. I mean, everything he hit, right? He, he should be in the Major League Baseball or the what? what it's not. It's not the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame. It's uh, what's it called? What's the exact term? What's the title of the Hall of Fame? Just baseball Hall of baseball Fame. Baseball Hall of Fame. It should be in the Baseball Hall of Fame because look, if it wasn't yeah. for Larry, you wouldn't have all these new ballparks. Right. He started with Camden. Everybody copied. Yeah. I mean, everybody basically outside of the Dodgers, Wrigley, and even Boston made major changes with seats on top of the monster. Yeah. Larry. Well, he did that. Cha- yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's responsible for, for what happened there. I mean, who would have thought Yankee Stadium, fuck that, we're tearing it down. Yeah. But because of Larry and Camden Yards, everybody got new ballparks. No more cookie-cutter ballparks. And the Oakland A's are like, what about us? But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's all Larry. He should be in the in the Baseball Hall of Fame. Uh, Just incredible. Smartest guy I've ever seen in baseball. Oh, God. In my lifetime, smartest guy I've seen. And, and shit, man, on just a personal level for this show, so incredibly lucky for us that he liked us yes. and was great to us and gave us access, right? Yeah, he was. I mean, ridiculous. He could, we were kids. Yeah. He could have shut us down completely with access to Boach and Towers. Uh, I mean, the, the idea right now, and I, I get it, it's across baseball, we had access to everybody. Yeah, we did. Right? Dan Worthen, right? Dave Stewart. Trying to think of who Flan, like all those guys. Yeah. And now, I, I get it, it's just across baseball, but those guys are are off limits. But and Ted and Larry, Larry used to come on Ted's afternoon show, and just would bust balls all the time. And Ted was always thinking that they were looking to get rid of him. They were never looking to get rid of him, in my opinion. Uh, Larry got Larry got it, man. Larry's the reason that your games changed from fifty road games on Channel Eight, yeah, to every game being on Cox Channel Four. Yep. Larry Lucchino, yeah. I mean, just changed baseball night or Saturday night is baseball night. Palm trees, everything made it feel different. Yeah, the games in Monterey, the games in Hawaii. Yeah. Um, but going out and getting those deals, finding Kevin Towers, right, promoting Boach, all on Lucino's watch. Yeah. But I but I mean more. I mean Petco Park and, and Cox Channel Four, from just a fan's perspective, he did he did so much. I, I just I remember the day it happened when he left and I remember saying that night on the air, San Diego will never recover from this. I don't think we have. I really don't. Well, I mean the uh, park looks great. The team's doing great, but there's some problems coming down the road. I want to ask you about. Yeah, there's some problems coming down the road with this team, as well as they're playing. It's exciting considering you don't have Fernando Tatis Jr. even playing, and as well as they're they're going at it. Yep, these contracts are bizarre because yeah. the low ball to Joe Musgrove is really coming back to haunt them. Oh yeah, I mean right now they had to offer Joe Musgrove. What did they say? Two contracts, one. For it's eleven million dollars, and then eight years, eighty-eight million. Another one for five years, fifty-five million. Was so they're they're asking eleven million dollars a year for for Joe Musgrove. Well, he's not taking that. Joe Musgrove right. has a good chance of making more than thirty million dollars next year. Good. And you see a guy like Machado saying, "Pay the guy." Yeah. Well, we can't pay him because we're paying you and everyone else. And Machado's living up to his contract. It's not a shot yeah. at Manny. My point is, you have guys like Musgrove, Manaya, and you have Clevenger all becoming free agents. Yep. There's some big payrolls that you got to sit yeah. there and figure out. And this is where I would have given credit to Larry. This wouldn't have happened to Larry. 
Yeah. Larry would have figured out, look, our payroll's already at $230 million. How yeah. high are we supposed to go? Yeah. And people can say, oh, money's not a factor for billionaires. It's always going to be a factor. Of course it is. Because unless you can guarantee the World Series, it's yeah. still, you might not make your money back. Yeah. Now, the way it's working out for the Padres, I mean, it looks like they're contenders the whole year, right? So mm -hmm. you aren't going to look to trade these guys. You're going to look to hopefully add somebody, and whether that's a Juan Soto or whoever else they add throughout the season, you still have at the end of the year major obstacles with all those guys becoming free agents and you looking have one for raises. Major obstacle. For you think Musgrove's the one guy? Hundred percent. So you let Manaya go and you let Clevenger go. I, I mean, to Clevenger right now, Clevenger can't stay healthy. Yeah, he dude. can't. So I don't know how you could expect him to be in the future, especially the way Gore's, Gore's pitching right now. Right? I mean, I think we all love Clevenger, but unless it's on a very team-friendly deal, I mean, he's not going to make $8 million again. Unless he comes in and, and gives you, I mean, Musgrove, every time out is quality start. Every single time out. Yeah. Now, Manai is doing that too, but as, as great as Manaya is for this team, you you cannot in any way, shape, or form let Joe Musgrove leave. You just can't. But um um to me let's say let's say Joe says I want a six year one hundred eighty million dollar deal. I don't think he goes that high. Why do you say that? I don't think he's there yet, but I think he's definitely over twenty million. I don't know that he's quite at thirty million yet. Boy, look what guys are getting. Look what Scherzer just got. And Trish is old. He's different. 37. How do you figure? He might win. Joe might win Cy Young. Could you imagine that? I can. I've watched yeah. him pitch. Yeah. He's good every fucking time out. Yeah. He's right now. He, he, uh, there's anyone on that team that you had to win one game with as a starter. You pick yeah. him. Yeah. He's the guy. He's, he's the you, guy. You cannot. And I, I get it. I, I think when you're dealing with Seidler and. I just, I'm just. Gonna, I don't believe in any hometown discounts, man. No, of I, I course hate not. when people say that shit. No, no, no. You got to get paid, I, Dave. I'm not worried about that with this ownership group. I'm not. 29 years old is what he is right now. All right. He'll be. Uh, he'll be 30 December 4th. Uh, I think he gets. I think he gets a five year deal. And I'm gonna say he gets uh. Five year deal. Hundred and eleven million. Oh, I say I think that's low. I think that's low. I think starting pitching, man, is, is more money than that right now. Yeah, I think you could DeGrom's gonna be a free agent too, but he's hurt all the time. He's yeah. older. Yeah, I'm gonna say five years hundred and eleven. Boy, I think even getting thirty million dollars a year for Musgrove is low is a discount for a Joe. Uh you can't I don't think he's at that thirty range yet. The thirty range are the guys that have the Cy Young's already, right? Joe's yes, Joe's yes hit and his, no. The big Joe's talk is stride right now. You I get mean, paid for what you're going to do, not for what you did. Yeah, I don't. I don't necessarily agree with that. Fucking Boston wins again. Jesus Christ, <laughs> assholes. This is a blowout. Uh, look, um, yeah. I mean, I'm looking at you. Look at his career numbers. Yeah, they aren't great. He has a losing career record. He's 45 and 47. Yeah, you look at may. him this year: five and 190 ERA. Darvish and Snell, those guys are at like 18, 19, right? Yeah, and Snell's, Snell's still in a contract for a year. So's Darvish. Yeah. But, Dave, I'm just telling you, you, you got to, that deal, that deal gets I'm, done. If you're, okay, look, if you're the Yankees and you go, hey, we need someone else with Garrett Cole, former teammate with, <clears throat> with Musgrove with the Pirates. 
Nope. Is that right? Were they former teammates or were they traded for each other? Oh, that's funny. They were traded for each other, weren't they? Oh, that might be. That's funny. I don't know that. That's yeah. funny. It could be. Um, yeah, I, I think it's one of those deals where I just think Pete gets it, understands it, and I don't see it being a huge concern. I really don't. Wow. They, they just know. I disagree on this one. Let's well, mark this tape. Do. That's why you get blocked by Let's, people. Dude, I get blocked randomly. It's so crazy. Good. That's fine. I just oh, someone like I hundred percent never met. Yeah, didn't know they existed. Yeah, blocked. I'm like, what? Like I can't. I I, I well, why am I not in this conversation? Like, why am I tagged in the conversation and then I can't read it? Yeah. Okay. Fuck. I got blocked by that girl. Yeah, that was good. I like that. That's the one that Jeff today. Go. Who is this? <laughs> yeah. Who's this person? Um. No, I just think it's it's like when the deal got done with Tatis. Yeah. I think they understand the PR factor. Of getting a deal done with Joe. They just have to. It, that, there's no, there is no gray area. If someone offered you, you're Joe, mm-hmm. and you were offered $11 million a year, are you pissed going into negotiations? Yeah, until yeah, they I'm offer pissed. me, until they like, offer dude, me $22 got, million. Yeah, I'm pissed. There's no way he's getting $22 million. He's getting a lot more than that. $22 million is half of what Bauer and fucking Scherzer get. It's not a half player. Well, what did Bauer ever fucking do until he won that Cy Young? Yeah, well, that's when he got paid. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's my point here. Is that now he's done something. He has a World Series ring. He's gotten better every single year. But your Dodgers, to get Bauer, were bidding against the Mets. So they increased that market for Bauer big time. Because Steve Cohen was in, a little wet behind the ears, trying to go get his guy. And then the Dodgers wanted him too. So that money got crazy. Yeah, Joe Musgrove, by the way, was traded for Garrett Cole. He was traded in 2018. All right, so here's the deal. I'll give you the team that I think goes after Musgrove. You ready? Yeah. San Francisco Giants. Uh, I was thinking if I, I can't imagine, I don't think he gets to the market. I think where he, if he does go get to the market, I think the Angels. Really? You think the Angels? Yeah. That'd be great. No, it would not be great, you moron. <laughs> well, it's their fault. They blew it. Uh, they even. This, this fucking guy. This guy, I, Tim Hill, look at his belt. Doesn't even match. Dude. They don't have black. Why are you the only guy on the team with a black belt? Yeah. Went to Target. JC <laughs> Penning. Dude, I heard our guy Bryce Miller today on Tony and Chris. Now, you're probably the wrong guy to ask this. Okay. But okay. I'm going to ask. Go ahead. I'm the only one here, so you better ask. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll ask you right now. Dave, as you look at this team. Pretty amazing what they've done. Their road record's incredible. Yeah. Right? They had a great road trip right now. I did not see that coming. Yeah. That was a tough Seven road trip. Seven and two. Yep. On the road. Sweep the Giants. Yep. But when you look at this team right now, it's pretty easy to say the strength of the team is starting pitching. Yes. Starting pitching's doubt. been great. So if you look at this team right now, knowing that Tatis is coming back probably in a month. Maybe. End of June. Okay. I'm not, I know there's people that are optimistic that it's early. I think it's end of June. But you got Tatis coming back. That's exciting. But when you look at this team right now, what is the biggest, uh, biggest issue? The entire outfield. The entire outfield is a great one. I'll give you that. Bullpen's shady, but the entire outfield is ridiculously bad. Well, what I was going to say for the bullpen is outside of Craig Stammen, do you trust anybody in innings six, seven, and eight? No. 
And Rodgers has been great. He has been great. But do you trust anybody? Luis Garcia, Suarez. Especially not Suarez. Tim Hill. Right? Do you no. trust any of these fuck? <laughs> you fucking did, shitheads? Last year was the best part of the team. They, that those guys that are trying to bridge the gap between starter and uh, and Rodgers are a nightmare. Yes. Now, I get it. Adams is down. Pomeranz is down. Pierce Johnson's down. Those were guys you've counted Pierce on. Pierce Johnson's gone for a long time. Yeah. Pomeranz probably is, too. Yep. Right? There's no Strom. Strom's moved on to Boston. But I don't know how you can't look at this team and go, dude, we have major issues right now. Yep. With the guys that are potentially six, seven, eight, and the starters every day are giving you six. So maybe it's just the seven and eight guys. But goddamn, you got to find something, right? Yeah, it's 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 insane. So obviously, that's a major concern. One of the stats you have me look at all the time is um, the run differential. Yeah, I like that. Okay, that's one you got me looking at since you and I started working together. So the Padres are playing great. Right now, coming into this game, because the Dodgers won today, the Dodgers have a one-game lead mm-hmm. over the Padres. And so you look at the run differential. Padres are plus 29. Okay, nice. Dodgers are plus 97. Pretty amazing. They, right? It is amazing. It's number one in baseball. So it's not like, well, hell, we're, we're that far behind that team. They're, they're, the Yankees have a great record at 29 and 13. They're, they're plus only 65. So you look at those numbers and you go, okay, well, how long can you go like this? And you say, well, they're going to make up some of those numbers when Tatis comes back. You hope they do. But at the deal, it's not like they're batting with, with you know, 10 guys all of a sudden. It's, it's nine guys in the order. you got to figure out what moves you're going to make and who goes yeah. to the bench and rotate around. Unfortunately, it's hard to figure out, does anyone ever go to the outfield? It seems like no one ever goes to the outfield. No. Right? So your move is, who goes to the bench? Is it Kim goes to the bench? Because Kim's playing pretty well. Kim's playing really well. Is it Crow? Is it Hosmer? Is it Voight? Is it like who goes? It can't be Hosmer. Can't be Hosmer. Yeah. So what do you do? Cronenworth was an all-star last year. I think Cronenworth becomes your left fielder. That's what they say all the time, but we've never seen him left. Even when Frazier came here, we don't see Cronenworth ever go to the left. Dude, how about Frazier still hitting the shit out of the ball? Yeah, of course he is. 15th multi-hit game yesterday. <laughs> Unbelievable. I'm looking at Luis yeah. Torrens had 15 home runs. Yeah. High France, right? Like you killing it. Oh God. Killing it. I'm watching the Mariners yesterday and it's yeah. just like every guy you're like, oh, I know that guy. But when you're in Toronto, say out to of Adam Simber too. God damn. <laughs> um, no, I, I don't think it's Kim. That's, that's, I don't know how but, it can be. But the issue is it's easy to make moves in the outfield. Like, if somebody could fucking step up and say, yeah. we need to go to center. Yeah. You know, Grisham sucks. Grisham sucks. Meyer sucks. And Profar, not for that guy. <laughs> Dude, if I see that guy crying about another pitch, I, ah. And everybody on Twitter is like, ah, you look at him. What a competitor. <laughs> what a competitor. Like, shut up. Dude, they killed Max Muncy when Max Muncy, they thought, was arguing that strike that went down the middle. He wasn't yeah. arguing the strike, you assholes. He was arguing that the guy quick pitched him. That he didn't pause. That's what he was arguing. Dude. But everyone, ah, oh, fuck this pussy. Here's the deal also with Padre fans, man. You guys freaked out by the way Profar was treated in San Francisco. Yeah. Dude, your fans threw a goddamn fucking 80-ounce beer at Cody Bellinger. So calm the fuck down. Oh, I don't know. That was our guy. Uh, oh, it's an expensive beer. <laughs> you think it was a Dodger fan yeah. that went, ah, fuck you, Cody. Yeah, fuck you, Cody. I doubt it. I really doubt what it. What was he hitting at the time? Jesus. He was hitting bombs. He had a great series against the Pods. My point is this. Don't point things or don't paint things with a broad brush. 
and go, all the fans oh, suck because yeah, yeah. one jerk off. You, there are jerk offs everywhere. Yeah, I'm looking. I mean, you guys, hey, watch it. And you can sit there and you look at fucking uh, when Bonds used to come here and everyone throw those guiding syringes on the field. Hey, dipshit, your MVP in 96 admitted he was shooting everything into his body. Calm the fuck down. <laughs> Jesus. It'd take people behind the curtain. Did you see this shit? No, did that idiot write back? What? So, so Dave writes to our friend Brian Heap, Jeff and I just killed you on the show. The Game Time app is probably the best way to get tickets. Pirates suck, so you'll get good seats. Brian Heap, news leader, KCRA, 430. I know the best place to sit, you... I mean the best place to sit, you jackass. I know how to buy a ticket. Where should I sit in that fancy downtown ballpark with a little bit more colorful line? Just sit on your thumb, you cocksucker. I didn't get that message. That's weird. Oh, here it is. It finally just came through. That's weird. <laughs> you know, sit on your thumb. Fuck off. <laughs> It's great. Do you think Jesus. other people have this relationship? No. Nobody cares. Should <laughs> wrote, sit on your Emmy. Fuck off. Sit on your Emmy, <laughs> yeah. jerk. I'll take care of it. Okay. I'll get him taken care of. Good. Maybe I'll cash in. We'll talk to JoJo. <laughs> Make sure he helps you out. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> you tell him, sit on your thumb. Fucking asshole. Try and be a good guy. This fucking it. guy. Well, try a little harder. Jesus. Wait till he hears the show. Fucking goofing on him for no for his news stories. I know. I do like that Lisa Gonzalez. That guy hopes for a high speed chase. Something to fucking talk about. What a jerk. Jesus. Horton was right. He was right. <laughs> uh, go ahead. Son of a bitch. Hey, want to mention Dan Williams. Dan Williams is your guy to help you out when it comes to understanding what's going on. Again, he wants to get you out of debt, and he wants to sit there and help you because if you get yourself out of debt, life is so much easier to start moving forward in a positive way. Again, when it comes to what's going on with the rates, he knows what's happening and exactly how to help your money work for you. Right now, people are panicking all over the place. You look at the stock market, and people are losing their mind right now. They don't know what to do with their money. Dan Williams is the guy to talk to, 858-688-6813, 858-688-6813. Uh, yeah, perfect time to call Dan, but I wanted to find this. I wanted to see this. Congratulations to Dan, who was named one of the top originators for 2022. And he can help you like he's helped so many others. Because, Dave, it does feel like there are starting to be homes that are starting to trickle in. Yes. That maybe the inventory is changing. But it's one of the things that we talked about last week. There's no cost to you to get approved right now. It's one of the things Dan's doing along with Brian Curry is make sure that you have everything ready to go so that if the house that you have an interest in purchasing, you say, this is the right one for our family, uh, Dan can help you. Get that paperwork, get you approved. Get you, and the other thing that he can do is give you an idea of what kind of loan you can actually afford. Look, Dan and I spent a lot of time, I told you guys, one of the nicest houses down in Coronado opened up. And uh, I got this settlement on Thursday. So I said to Dan, you know, it's a nice house. It's probably a little big for me, but I, I'd like my kids to be able to stretch out a little bit. The current listing price is $38 million. Yeah. I said, you know what? Hey, it doesn't hurt to ask. See if they'll take 38000 <laughs> <laughs> and so Dan got me approved for a $38,000 loan. 
and we made the offer and we're waiting to hear back. That's good. So we're excited. Uh, who knows? Hey, fingers crossed, right? Yes. My son, Jack, with his long toenails, he's got his toes crossed. We'll see. <laughs> but he can do the same for you. So give him a call, see what you can get pre-approved for. And who knows, maybe you'll be my neighbor in Coronado. I love it. I love it. Brian Kerr is your guy when it comes to finding that right home and that right neighborhood. Again, Brian Kerr is the guy who understands real estate in, the San, in San Diego County better than anyone else. Let's find out what home you can get into and when is the right time to sell. The market is changing. Everybody knows that the market's changing. It is worth the call to Brian Curry to figure out exactly what you should do next. Don't forget, Brian and Dan are working together. So like both uh, agree, the real estate market is slowing down. With that being said, you need to give them a call. 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588. I think one of the things you look at is it's one thing to go down and look at a property during the day, right? When's the typical open house it's usually a saturday or a sunday and you go down in the neighborhood right they got their snazzy flags up and hey in this great go in they got warm lemonade like yeah what am i doing here and then you walk out you go hey that could be kind of nice a lot of times what you should do is take a drive back to the property after sunset take a look and see when the flags are pulled down and everything else and park the car and walk around. Be like, hey, is this somewhere where we can walk the dog? Well, you don't have to worry about all those kind of things. It's one thing if you're doing it independently, but when you have somebody like Brian on your side, he's going to be able to tell you, yeah, the price might be right, but this might not be the right neighborhood for you. And Dave, those things are so vitally important because you're locking in for a 30-year contract. So now, uh, trust somebody that's done it for more than 20 years, done it at the highest level. And like I said, Dan and Brian working together right now to get you pre-approved so you know what you can afford in this ever-changing marketplace. Absolutely. Taylor-made pools to add that pool to that perfect house that we're talking about. Alan Taylor is your guy to help build that pool, the pool of your dreams. You have no idea what's available until you talk to Alan Taylor. Ask about available financing. The weather, again, is outstanding throughout the rest of the year. Alan Taylor wants to make things in your life that much better by creating great memories. Call him at 619-449-4452, 619-449-4452. Weather's a little weird today, no doubt, a little bit of a marine layer in the morning. But man, what about yesterday, right? Absolutely perfect, no matter where you were in and around San Diego. And we are quickly closing in on the summer months. Have you made that call to TaylorMade Pools? Because... Gas prices don't seem like they're coming down. They seem like they're going back up. And everywhere you look, it's about 625, if not 640 a gallon. So anything driving around or staycations, man, any hotel, you tried to book a hotel recently, you tried to rent a car recently, any of those things are going crazy. So if you feel like you're going to be spending more time in the neighborhood, why not change your backyard and make it the best one in the neighborhood. And the best way to do that is with a tailor-made pool. Is your website working right now? What's the best thing for your business? Are you struggling right now making a little bit of money? Good chances it could be a website. That's the first thing people are looking at before they consider their options. Kyle Fluger is your guy to help you with your website. 619-500-6621. 619-500-6621. It is so important, Dave, because just like I said, right now, uh, as you go out and about, COVID numbers starting to spike again. That's freaking everybody out. Prices are up everywhere. So e-commerce continues to grow uh, at numbers that I don't think a lot of us were expecting, especially if you flash back to March of 2020. So if you make money 
and your bottom line is dependent on e-commerce, whether it's 10%, 20%, or even more, have Kyle and his team take a look at your website, find the best way for you to utilize all the tools you have available. Absolutely. All right, here we go. How old are they and how much are they worth? We'll go on tomorrow's date, May 24th. Okay. First one. I got five of them today. I oh, think, I think you like them all. John C. Riley. John C. Riley's great. I'm going to say he is... Say he's uh, tomorrow. He's gonna be fifty-seven. Exactly right. I'll say say eleven million. Really, that's it. Yeah, you think it's more than that? I know it is. I got the oh. number in front of me. All right, twenty million. <laughs> Fifty million dollars. Five zero. Five zero. The fuck, he make all his money. I don't know. He was in a lot of movies. Boogie Nights. Yeah, he's for great. the love of the game. He was the catcher. Yeah. Step Brothers. Oh, uh, he's great in that. Talladega Nights. Come on, 50 million bucks. Good for him. Good for him. Next one. Winning time? Winning time. Friend of the show, Tommy Chong. Tommy Chong's the man. Great bunt right there. Yeah. Uh, Say Tommy Chong tomorrow is 79. 84. Wow. 40 million. $20 million. How could he think John C. Riley had less money than Tommy Chong? Because Tommy Chong sells all that weed. (laughs) (laughs) Chong's. All right, here we go. There's one I used to think was smoking hot. Priscilla Presley. I still do. Um, let's see. Priscilla Presley. I'm going to say she's... Say she's 76. Exactly right. How about that? Got to have a good day. Oh, boy. How about this stuff right here? It's not as much as you think. Really? $200 million. $50 million. Bullshit, dude. I think she... the daughter gets the money. Really? Yeah, I think I think Lisa Marie gets the money. Wow. Well, still good. There you go. One of your favorites right here. We talk about him on the show all the time. Bob Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> Bob Dylan would be that guy. You're just walking. Just punch him in the chest. I was just going to say, not even in the chest. Just punch him square on, right in the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It wouldn't change a thing on his singing. I know, nothing. He just sounds like, uh, who's that guy I'm, I'm mind blanking on? He's coming to San Diego. The uh, the blind guy. Uh, uh, Bocelli. Oh, really? No, I'm just saying, like, yeah, you punch got, him. Yeah. His voice just, oh. <laughs> He's like, wow. Dylan sounds great. Fuck. I Bocelli can't. coming here, really? Yeah, June 15th. I saw it yesterday. Really? Where's it going? Uh, I think at the arena. Is that right? Yeah. You think people tell him how beautiful it is? Yeah. Dude, that guy's the man. <laughs> this place is fantastic. Gorgeous. Shaking their head. <laughs> nope. Um, I almost guessed Bocelli. Uh, Bob Dylan, I think he's... Shit, Dave, I'm going to say he's 81. Oh, my God, dude. You're on fire. Yep, 81. Is that right? That's right. Okay, this is weird because he, he's got. I just watched this thing on Sunday morning. That CBS Sunday morning show is so great. There's some place in the Midwest they built like the Bob Dylan Museum. Yeah, the fucking guy is doing a show in the town and won't even go to the Bob Dylan Museum. They were all excited. I'm like not even in Minneapolis or Hibbing. He won't go to his from. own museum. Yeah, he didn't what go. A cocksucker. Right. What would be at the Dave Palais Museum? <laughs> That's funny. I don't know what the fuck would be there. What would be there? 
<laughs> All right, Coon. Yeah. Fucking holding the door. How many tickets a year would be sold fucking to no the one Dave Palais Museum? Nobody would go. Not since Vera passed. <laughs> That's true. May she rest in peace. Uh, Bob Dylan, 81. He's got that publishing deal. I'm gonna I'm gonna go again. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna say two hundred million. Two hundred million. Five hundred million. Five hundred million dollars. How the fuck is Priscilla Presley only worth yeah. fifty? She's not struggling, but still five hundred million dollars for Bob Dylan. For that fucking guy. Because he wrote all those songs. Yeah. yeah People buy them, you assholes. Jesus Christ, you fucking lightweights. Here, here's the last you goddamn one. sheep. <laughs> last one. Oh, he's good. What? Not good. It's a lot of weed for you to think he's good. He's yeah. not good. A lot of edibles. Here's one I was never really a fan of, but she's super famous. Patty yeah. LaBelle. Okay. Uh, Patty LaBelle is going to be. Ooh. Dude, you're doing so good. I know. And I'm afraid I'm going to fuck this one up. I'm going to say she's 78. Oh, my God, dude. 100% right. Shut up. Dude, what the fuck is happening? I did here? not. I did not look. No, you didn't even know it was going to go tomorrow. You don't know what day I'm going to pick. No. Uh, Patty LaBelle. Uh, I'm going to say $15 million. $60 million. Six zero? Six zero. Shit. Okay, let's go real quick. I have to drive to Vegas. Okay. I'm not going with Patty LaBelle. Oh, Patty LaBelle. Imagine she starts singing her songs in the car. Fuck. On my own. On my own is the worst song of all time. You just have to, you have to try to pick up the Michael McDonald oh, part. Oh, my God, dude. On She's my like, own is flat. a terrible song. Don't you sing that song "Freeway" too? Oh God, that's funny. That's a terrible song. Is um, that Aretha Franklin? That's her. Oh no, that's Aretha Franklin. Is it? You're right. Yeah. Fuck. I wouldn't uh, go with Aretha Franklin either. Okay, hang on. You're driving to Vegas. It's either Bob Dylan or Patti Labelle. I'm Dude, I'd Patti have to. LaBelle. I'd, I'd go Patti Labelle. I got to go Patti Labelle because I can't stand Bob's voice. Right. I could not drive from here. Oh, my God, dude. I couldn't make it from here to the freeway with, I with Bob Dylan. Freeway? I couldn't make it to the Rubio's with Bob. Oh, how are you? Fuck you. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's Patty. Yeah, Priscilla Presley wins. In a heartbeat. Out of all those people oh, right wait, there. Oh, wait, hang on. Don't you rally be a good time, but Ooh. Priscilla Presley probably be the one. Come on, uh, you'd have a million Elvis questions. You're an Elvis guy. Yeah, Priscilla Presley, John C. Riley, number two. Bob Dylan's five. Patti LaBelle's four. Who was the Tommy third? Tommy Chong. Oh, fuck. Tommy Chong's the man. Dude. We've had Tommy on there. Very mellow guy. Yeah. Very nice guy. Yes. Yeah, it would go. Yeah, I like that. I'm going Priscilla, John C. Riley, Tommy Chong, just because he was really mellow. Very nice guy. Yeah. And then Patty and then Bob? Yeah. Okay. Can you live with that? I can live with that. Here we go. Five random questions. We'll get out of here. It's a long show. Okay. Would you rather have a pause button or a rewind button on your life that you could control? Oh, that's funny. Um, uh, rewind. Me too. Yeah, for sure. Why would you want to pause it? In yeah. the middle of a fuck up? Yeah, no. Now, rewind's the only way to go. Yeah. Rewind would be great. Could you imagine go back? Handle everything. Fuck that butterfly effect. Oh, well, you could really screw. <laughs> Shut up. I'll go back, bet Phil at the Masters. Yeah, just make a ton of money. That's it. <laughs> Fuck, I'd gone back two weeks and bet that goddamn horse no that won kidding, the derby right? at 80 to 1. Exactly right. That's a good point. Be loaded. You're right. Yeah. Would you rather spend a week in the forest or a night in a real haunted house? Oh, 
I would do a night in the haunted Me house. Too. No I'm, doubt about no it. No desire to be in a forest. No, I, I would, had problems with a raccoon in my garage. Yeah. Oh, I would stay at the Whaley house if they'd let us. We'd do a show there if they'd let us. We wanted to do it, I told you, a couple of weeks ago. Ken Kramer was going to do a show from there on ha- Halloween night. Then I don't know what happened. But <laughs> He bust out. No, we, I don't know, something happened, format change or whatever. But, um, yeah, haunted house, though. I would stay in the room. Now, hang on. Let's up the ante. Okay. Okay? Let's up the ante a little bit. I would, the Whaley house is supposed to be haunted. Could you stay at the Whaley house? Yeah, I could. Okay? There's a haunted room at the Hotel Dell. Yeah, I could. Could you stay there? Yeah. Could you sleep in the upstairs den of the Menendez house? Yeah, I could. Oh, I don't think I could. I couldn't stay in the amateur of a horror house. What's the difference? <laughs> I don't know, man. The guy dang wall started bleeding. Yeah. Now, I think um, I think that Menendez house would freak me out. Would it freak you out? Yeah, I don't think I could do that. Oh, my God. I have a friend of mine who's a guard at that uh, asshole just right back at Donovan. Yeah, my buddy's over there, too. And so uh, I was asking her about it, about uh, Sirhan, Sirhan, and everybody Yeah, he's else. there, and the Menendez brothers yeah. are down there. Suge Knight's in, like, solitary. Like, he's... Uh, he's down in, there? Yeah, he's in deep shit. Yeah. See, I had a friend that worked there and said I could have gone down and interviewed Sirhan, Sirhan, and he would have set it up with the Menendez brothers, but I don't think I'm going down to talk to Suge. No. Hey, do you know my teams used to be death row? <laughs> That's what you should tell. Isn't that cool? Loved it. All right, here we go. Would you rather okay. find a rat in your kitchen or a cockroach in your bed? Oh, shit. Oh, that shit. Uh, rat in the kitchen. Really? I'd rather find the cockroach in the bed. No way. God. Dude, okay, I could get rid of the cockroach. I don't even know where to start when it comes to getting rid of a rat. What are but you grabbing you s- it with? What are you doing? Uh, trash can, upside down. Good luck. And then what? We're just going to push it out. <laughs> what are you doing? You get an hockey stick in a trash can. Yeah. You're going to slap shot it right out the door. Yeah. Push him right out. I'd rather find a cockroach, I think. No way, because it's like you said earlier. With how the, many more are in there? Yeah. That's true. It's going to be like that Amityville horror. You're going to pull the blanket back, and now there's going to be a whole swarm of them. Do you remember that movie Creep Show? Never saw with, it. You never saw it with Ted Danson? The guy's no. eating uh, Raisin Bran, and all of a sudden one cockroach comes out of the box. See, I don't know. that. They're, they're just, they're, I don't eat. like that. Who Finally, writes that movie? They should be arrested. I don't know. Finally, he's just suffocated. They're all inside of his mouth. His whole body's full of cockroaches. <laughs> it's brutal. Yeah. Good for that guy. Ted Danson was in it. I don't know why. It was a shit movie. Uh, the guy just kept eating the cereal. He deserved it. Yeah. Ted, there are like five different scenes in, in Creep Show. Yeah. And like Twilight Zone? Uh, yeah, like a torture death thing. And Ted Danson gets buried from the from the neck down. Leslie Nielsen buries him. Well, that's not and, nice. And, and, at the beach. And the yeah. water's just coming in. Oh, boy. And he's just slowly drowning. Oh, that's, it. that's for, a bad way It's to for go. fucking his wife. That's why he did it to him. Oh, well. Made him dig the hole. When anyone tells you you dig the hole, that's not a good sign. Don't nope. dig the hole. Nope. I'm not doing that. <laughs> why would I, the last thing I do is you, dig a hole? You go, yeah, you know what? Give me that shovel. And then I just kind of go, bang, right in the face, Leslie. You get in a fucking hole. Just like uh, stepbrothers. <laughs> just like him right in the back of the head and start throwing dirt on him. All right. Two more questions. Are you the okay. type of person that enjoys attending weddings? God, no. What do I do there? Who am I going with? I don't know. I don't know. You're, let's say you're going as a, you're going just as friends. You and Katie Temple are going to, to someone's wedding. I would go with her at a great I've time. I've been to a wedding with Katie Temple. It was a blast. Yeah. Uh, I would go with her because 
she's awesome. Went to lunch with her on uh, Saturday. She's she's just the coolest. She is. A so good time. if if Katie called and I was her plus one, yes, yeah. If, if she was like, yeah, yeah, because she's dude, what a rock star. Yeah, if her for sure. If she's like, hey, uh, come with me. Dennis Morgino's getting married, and you're my plus one. Yeah, I'm going. Plus, I love Morgino. <laughs> what the hell is Stephanie Morgino? I was just trying to think of, like, who would be getting who would married? Be getting married? Ted. Yeah. There's a good chance Ted. Ted! Yeah, but if Ted got married, then I'd have to try to talk Katie into being my plus one. <laughs> She has no problem talking me into that way, but the other way might be tougher. Dude, I'm watching uh, the Dodger game tonight, and the Dodgers are up ten nothing, and it's, yeah. it's just it's just a slow one of the slow, boring games playing the Nationals. Mm-hmm. And Dontrell Willis is the color commentator on the road for the Dodgers. One of them, yeah. they have like five of them. He's one of them, and uh, Joe Davis is completely out of his element. Like he's just a square guy. Yeah, and then he just he starts developing the lingo. He calls guys cat daddy all of a sudden, <laughs> and then he finally just turns them with a ten nothing lead. And he goes. What's your favorite Will Smith song? And Don Joe's like, what? <laughs> he goes, hey, it's 10 nothing. This is the kind of questions I got to ask. Yeah. It's like, getting jiggy with it. And Joe Davis like, that's a good wedding song. <laughs> and I'm like, it was so crazy to listen to this stupid I, conversation. I think you and I need to extend an invitation for Will Smith to come in here. I've never felt more bad for a guy than Will Smith. Because he was at home, he's miserable. And when he's outside yeah. of his house, he's miserable. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. I I mean, like our friend Pete Rose, Hall of Fame Pete. Pete Pete never hey, I'm sorry for all I did. I think Will Smith is genuinely upset by what he did. Yeah. I feel like everybody's just lining up oh, to they kick are. that guy. They that are. sucks, dude. I don't like that at all. Yeah. Him. Including his wife who probably thinks he didn't react fast enough. Yeah. Yeah. Should have led with the left. <laughs> Should have judging him. Yeah, I want Will Smith in here. Make it happen. All right, here we go. Last question. Okay. Have you ever had sex with a girl you met at a wedding? Uh, like, I know guys say they go to weddings by themselves on purpose because it's easy to get laid at a wedding. My friends uh, Vincent Owen did that. Really? Yeah. Wow. They made a movie about it. Wedding crash. Oh, <laughs> I didn't pay attention to that shit. <laughs> Son of a bitch. No, I have not. Uh I was trying to think. No. Yeah. I'm, obviously, I've never have. But I was. I, 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 we you had friends. A, we have a really good friend of ours that used to do this all the time. Yeah. You, you remember were, this? Worked with him at KFMB. Yeah. And it was not Brian Heap. No. Or Alan Horton. Or Chip Severn. Alan, I think it was Chip. I thought I was thinking Chip. Can you imagine? New guy? Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> I have not. I mean, I had to go to too many weddings. It's my own. I'll fucking never be at another one of my own after just writing checks. <laughs> nope. Fuck that. Now you understand why Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn were like, let's no just kidding. fucking hang out. No kidding. That's all we need. All right, we'll, uh, we'll see you back. That was like here. an hour 45 right there. I know. There just we go. going. Let's give you guys two shows for missing last week. There you go. So we'll be back on Wednesday? Yeah, we'll see you here uh, Wednesday night. All right.
Jeffin, let's have a ball Talk about things not to be reached End it all with the smoke on the beach Conversations out on the pier Always entertaining even before we could buy beer Walk to the park, speak our minds Maybe talk the rock a couple of times Look at that Back to the door. 